Hey, what's up, everyone? Uh, is, it, is it a commercial? You. Do you like chips? Like, do you really like chips? Where to the point where you're eating chips so much that you look around and there's crumbs and you're like, who put those crumbs there? Did I put those crumbs there? And I'm, and I'm here to tell you, yes, yes, you did, because you like chips. And if you like Cheetos, especially Flamin' Hot Cheetos, then you should tell people to subscribe to this channel, the Bitcoin podcast, because one out of a thousand, that's right. When we get a thousand subscribers, one of them is going to get a hundred bags of Cheetos, flaming hot Cheetos, baby. Think to yourself, how, how many Cheetos is that? And I'm here to tell you, it's like a million calories. If you ate it all, you would most definitely not be healthy, but we're going to send them to you because Flamin' Hot Cheetos are amazing. So that's right. Share this around. Get us to 1,000 subscribers. We'd like to have 1,000 subscribers because if we had 1,000 subscribers, that means one of those 1,000 subscribers is getting 100 bags of Flamin' Hot Cheetos. So, you know, do your thing, guys. Do that YouTube stuff. Hey, it's me again. Does your job still suck? Are you still mad at your job and therefore life sucking, then you should join the Bitcoin podcast Slack where the people there don't suck, or at least their jobs don't. So in essence, their lives don't either. Join the Slack. Why are hey. we PlayStation buttons? Oh. That scene is me like looking like a crack, a crack <laughs> out. Like, scratch my nose and stuff. <laughs> me and Corey are going for 80s buddy cop mustaches this November. I went as Hopper for Halloween, and everyone at the at the at the party was like, "This is a good look for you." It's like, really? Like he's yeah. cop? Okay, you're the one. Y'all folks looking at me. <laughs> so this is what you get, guys. You just enjoy the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing the backwards hair too, where it's like all kind of like straight. We need fuck, some fuck back. We need some awkward angle close ups, and you come into epiphanies about a case that you're working on. And then you'll be an '80s buddy cop. Like, oh, I need the I need the Ray Bans. I'll get the Ray Bans yeah. from upstairs. And close-ups on you getting, and not you getting in your car, but your car turning on the tailpipe, the upward angle tailpipe scene where the car. Oh, oh on, yes, hundred percent. The tailpipe rattle and a little, and a little, little bit of uh, perspiration from your AC. Yeah, they're about to take off in a DeLorean. <laughs> That's '80s buddy cop angles, right there. Corey, we, we got some good news. 
Oh yeah, we got three five star reviews. Really? Are they us? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it us three? I didn't see the review in a like long us. time. They like us still. So what, do they, way, what do they say? Can we? Uh, can we like? Do you have them I, on hand? I don't have. We should, we should read them out loud. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> maybe Alicia has it. Alicia, um, work on but, that. <laughs> anyways, guys, welcome to the Bitcoin Podcast. This is episode three hundred and seventy-three. I don't know. I'm the host that talks first. D. I am the host that talks second. Oh, that Corey. And I'm the third host, Jesse. All right. See, I like your background. You got the 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 state of us podcast background going on right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm going. I'm going for Windows Seven. This is XP or set. No, this is Windows XP. Sorry. I'm Grayskull. Damn you, he man. Damn you. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Uh, well, we got to talk about the Squid Game stuff. I think this is why Ali should put it up is that there was. How are about this? It's it's another crypto dumb shit. Squid Game token went up like twenty thousand percent, something stupid and irrational, and got rug pulled. Oh, out. that. So yeah, yeah. So someone made a token called Squid to yeah. just take advantage of the hype of the show, and when it pumped, the person was like, and it's gone. Yep. So basically, like. I think so. Um, a lot of people have been posting about this on Twitter. There, as far as I, I haven't looked anything into it, but I just know that it seems like from 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 what I've read on people posting it on Twitter is uh, someone just made a token and called it that, and there's no connection whatsoever. And then people thought there was, they bought it, and then it, it got rug pulled, basically. Yeah, and they dropped the bottom out of it. So, like, I think Emin Goon's career posted something on Twitter, and I was like, "Well, I mean, to be fair, only one person wins." Yeah, tis tis. So it's it's pretty tis, um, it's pretty on 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 brand. Yeah, tis is crypto. You know, you, you something's popular in the news news not news but in news you, you make a token off of it. Who's quick, buying this stuff? Name it up. Uh. <laughs> I don't know, twelve year olds, thirteen. Like, it's like, oh, wait, it's the same. It's, it's the same word. It has to be the same thing. It has to be, you know, I'm not even looking into it. Just like, yeah. you know, there's, like, is there a website for it that's like acts like pretends to be a part of it? There's, it's easy to get God in crypto though. Like, even though is it though? Wow, that like, seems like it would be a hard one night, to get into was, though. Last well, this morning I was up a little late just because. No, not just because I was playing Battlefront too, getting my Jedi powers on. But anyways, is that a new one? That's no, new no, one? no. It's the same old one that nobody likes. But I like this one game type where it's like four heroes versus four villains, and you use your powers on each other, and you run around in Star Wars. It's kind of cool. But anyways, um, I'm on the Avalanche's like tools website, like looking at statistics and stuff because Avalanche is my new my new bottom bitch. All yeah. right, I moved on past your, Bitcoin. It's me, your new bay. Me and Bitcoin had our bay moment. Me and Ether had our bay moment. Now I'm on Avalanche. Avalanche. I'm just polyamorous. Is that the right word? Yeah. I'm polychainerous. Polychainerous? Polychainerous. And uh, anyways, I'm looking at some stats. And then I look at this validator stat. And I see like the largest validator is Amazon Inc. And I like for like a half a second, I was like, no fucking way. (laughs) And then, you know, and then I got my shit together. And obviously it's not Amazon. And then, like, there's like the fifth largest one is Google LLC, and I'm like, how are they getting away with this? But it's crypto. You, there's no rules sometimes. Also, that's probably like cloud services. Yeah. So there's that. Too. People, people running in the cloud, AWS, Azure, 
Google Cloud. There's a whole lot of people validating on Avalanche, by the way. Yeah, that's so what's, what's of kind of its thing, right? That's what's that's its that's its name to fame is that its validator pool of full validators is massive. I think it's like it. I mean, let me check the stats here. I have it's like one point eight thousand. I think is what it's at. I don't. There, there's a discrepancy there between nodes and validators. So validators are the ones participating and and actually has stake. Mm-hmm. But if I look at my node software here. Um, I would show you, but it's probably got some sensitive information, so I'm not going to. Whoops. If you put on a pair of glasses, you go from police chief to police officer real quick. Error while signing in user. Okay, well, that's not good. With that look you got. I'll do that later. Oh, yeah. You should see the pictures. I, mean, I put it on Twitter. Yeah. Like, the, well, the costume. Kevin in the Slack has taken took that picture. It has his profile picture. <laughs> oh, so I think that's something we may end up doing now that Aaron's like quit her job. She actually may just set up stupid pictures of me and we turn them into NFTs because why not? I like that. You just have fun with it. Why not? That's why I like what's going on in the world right now sometimes. Anyways. Jesse, who's your bay chain right now? Is it Algo? Bay chain. Um, is that a no, term we can have one right now? Use? You don't have a bay chain right now? No, I don't think I do. No, not right now. Yeah. It's weird. Can we use bay chain? Is that a thing we can do? Yeah. It sucks, but I, I know this is called a Bitcoin podcast, but I regret to inform you that listen to this for all purposes of Bitcoin. Um yeah, Bitcoin is Bitcoin made it, right? Like it's it's there. It's there's nothing new. Great. With I mean, there's the Lightning Network, which is kind of cool, but also kind of awkward if you think about it. Like if you go anything new in Bitcoin is is people doing different things with it, not anything it's doing that's new. Yeah. It's like it's like oh, like larger and larger entities are are incorporating it into what they what they try to do, or they say they are, like mm-hmm. Puerto Rico, right? Or not Puerto Rico, like uh, where is it? Salvador. El Salvador is like, hey, will you take Bitcoin now? And we built a you know, miner that runs off of thermal energy from a volcano. Yeah. Like that's 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 the news you get. Yeah, is neat, society know? using it more versus yeah. it doing anything different? It's it's cool. You know, it's it's cute. It's kind of cool news. It's not like oh, like that's blowing my blowing my socks off. It's just oh, that's neat. You know, like I saw an article just the other day. Uh, I think it was in Michigan. Uh, f- a firefighter's pension um, has added Bitcoin and uh, that new ETF, which is weird because it's a futures ETF anyways, and GBTC to its portfolio, which is some of the stuff we've talked about for years. Like all these huge entities are going to start exposing themselves to crypto. And then, you know, there's going to be a waterfall of volume. And then now that I'm in that reality that that we're in, I'm just like, eh. <laughs> like it's not like you know it's a weird feeling to just be like all the stuff is happening yeah all right okay we did it uh, what's, yeah. what's next so, Matt Damon on crypto.com that one yeah, that's a weird one right? right like yeah yeah is what is <laughs> what is the pay for him I don't yeah. know but it's just such a weird that's such a weird commercial <laughs> We're the right. It's a commercial. Bro. We're fucking pioneers in this bitch. We're the right brothers. That's I love being in that category. By the way, that's that's basically what the commercial saying. It's, it's that oh, really? commercial is saying if you buy crypto, you are a pioneering human being, and you are just like the right brothers. By the way, those guys were kind of assholes, but we're not going to go into the history of the right brothers. We're just going to talk about 
the the fact that we're on the same level as the people that invented the airplane. No, I'm better than them. <laughs> Jesse had, doesn't. So Jesse doesn't have a bay chain. Corey, do you have a bay chain? It's got to be Ether, right? Right now, I mean. I mean, no, I don't have. I'm not. I'm not married to anybody. Like I'm married to status, and status is a pretty much agnostic. We 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 will always provide everything that we do lives on Ethereum as it stands today. But our goal is to be a portal into Web three, and that's going to inevitably be multi chain. So layer twos, side chains, different networks, etc. So like our goal overall is to like allow people to get access to all these things. So like. It's just Ethereum was the first and the best to do the types of things that we do. But as this stuff expands, we're going to expand with it. Okay. So I am on the only, I'm the only one with the bay chain. That's okay. I'll be, I'll have a bay chain. I'll work. I mean, I like, you know, I like Avalanche because I, I, mean, I, I know a shitload about it. It's, it's interest. It's, it's novel enough to be interesting. And I think it has a, a scale that's needed to like grow into a real future later on down the line and yes. iterate along the way. Like that's, here's the thing about a lot of the blockchain stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You make a system that operates in a certain way. And more often than not, based on the decisions you make in the very beginning, at least for the chains we have today and the consensus models, you're stuck there. It's mm-hmm. very difficult to change the way the system operates in any meaningful way and grow as the technology grows. Mm. So like the way the, the data structure works and how that's married to the underlying consensus model are very, very, very much intertwined for most systems. And so if you change one of those, it, it, it makes it very, very, very difficult. You know, and an example of this is the migration from Ethereum 1 to Ethereum 2 and how convoluted and difficult that has been and will continue to be for the next year or so, probably. I don't know. What do you guys think about Solano? I think Solana is an interesting project. Actually, so I talked with Rick Dudley today on hashing it out. Real name? That's his real name. He's a cool dude. Watch the episode. Outstanding episode. But we talked. We talked Dudley. about like like Solana is an interesting project. They've got a bunch of IT people basically to make a blockchain, but it's not decentralized. And it's 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 they basically if you want to run Solana, you need to be an IT person. It's a centralized product that is more de- decentralized than in like a traditional corporate, but it's not like the same ideals of what you would imagine when people like claim decentralization. Also, I don't think it can scale, but it's interesting. Mm. They're, they're, they're funny. supposed to throw hardware at it, but eventually that's not going to work out. I was, I was talking with Joe in the Slack about Solana because obviously, you know, any, anytime a token is blowing up, it pops up in the Slack. It's like, Hey, I'm the guy that has the Solana bag. I just oh, want to get, talk about Solana. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, Joe was talking about Solana. He's like, it's very interesting. There's like predetermined lanes of communication. I get this. This is me just being a layman about it. And that's what allows the transactions to flow so quickly is because like your transaction has like a predetermined slot that it goes into. And whether you're using that channel to communicate or not, it's still open and available. Just obviously I'm not, describing that right so obviously you know don't fucking don't <laughs> rake me over the coals because i don't give a shit about solana but then he's i was like so is there a decentralized exchange and he was like yes and i was like oh okay 
So how does that work? And he's like, well, there's not a bunch of liquidity pools. There's only one big giant liquidity pool. And then you can trade decentralized. And so I was like, isn't that, isn't that centralized though? Oh, it's not decentralized. I don't, I don't think it's that <laughs> decentralized. I, I mean, like, they work off like okay, if you're interested in a more in-depth view of something like Solana, then go listen to the hashing it out episode that we literally just aired today. Well, so I guess whenever this airs, yeah, this is, this is streaming. So today, and Alicia, you could slap that hashing it out onto this feed too. Um, yeah, you can yeah, slap them on whenever you want. Actually, throw the link. Oh yeah, we're gonna put we're gonna put Ashing out back in the feed. So, so, That's but I did want to read, or I would Jesse, I would like for you to read the reviews that Alicia put your pointer out in the private chat. They're over there. Why are you making Jesse do it? He's not even included in the reviews. Because man, like people because. like to hear Jesse talk, and I, I want, I'm trying to get him more in. I'm trying to get him more involved. Okay, great show, Corey and Dimitrik, hosts of the podcast, highlight all aspects of crypto and more in this can't miss podcast. The hosts and expert guests offer insightful advice and information that is helpful to anyone that listens. Mel Foxley from the United States. That, hmm. Sounds paid for. That sounds paid. Do you for. do you think that like these people actually listen to the show? I don't think that these people do. Why well, he missed you? So no. Because <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, you're a host that you don't listen. You didn't even put you on there. So, like, let, let me read the next one. Amazing content. Stars. Like, they always preface it with like a, a compliment with an exclamation. Yeah, mark. It feels like a template, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. So, Corey and Dimitri do such a good job covering a variety of topics. The guests offer valuable insights as well. Is the horoscope? I would recommend this podcast to anyone looking to be inspired and informed. There's nothing nothing differentiating about that, about that review. There's not a single thing in that other than Corey and Dimitri, which just says they're not listening. That is like a, you can say that about every single podcast and just, as long as you have the host names. Yeah. And then Megan, Megan at podcasting you dot what from the United States. Yeah, I, I think that uh, that's a who who paid for like, that? Like, like inspired. <laughs> that's not yeah. me, bro. I'm not telling people to put five star reviews on our shit. I saw somebody randomly who, who put that five there? star reviews. That is not a listener. That's not a listener. If no, it no, is, hold on, hold on, I hope they reach out. This Podcasting you me. is the serial thing that reached out to us. Isn't that them? Serial thing. Oh, that might be them. Magic Spoon so, wants Magic to Spoon. Us. Right, but, but not them. It's not Magic Spoon. It's this group called I think it's Podcasting You that a they have for in their podcast. Exactly. Well, yeah, it's a stupid. service for connecting podcasts with sponsors. Fuck them. They're stupid. Yeah, that might be why. Do we want a Magic Spoon sponsor? I don't think I want. I I, I do. Sponsor. You don't. You don't want that. What is Magic? Spoon? I just don't want to do any more. It's, affiliate a, it's a protein cereal. I see affiliate stuff everywhere. <laughs> get every some. If they give us some, I'll eat it. Every That's single podcast I I'll go talk to, about you. here's me thinking I'm special with my manscaped. And then I go to 30 podcasts in a row and they're like, hey, by the way, guys, I just want to let you know. They reached out to hashing it out. I just got an email today trying to yeah. do the same thing. So <laughs> like, more. you want to more manscapes? I'll, we'll get them. Yeah, let's do it. Do it to hashing out. You just have a wall of lawnmowers. <laughs> uh, anyway, so... Um, there's one more. What is this? What is this link next one? This doesn't, I don't see any. So oh, that's an two that, those two that Jesse put are five stars. So we got five stars. Oh, that so last, last one. one this? Here, I'll read it. Bitcoin is popular among users, but there are constraints. Oh, oh, that make you it read this garbage. 
This is a yeah. this is a this is an advertisement. We're not we're not we're not reading advertisements. It's the guy from Russia, Omer Omer X were from Russia. This dude didn't pay us. We're not reading that. <laughs> so let's get on to some actual crypto stuff. So we had an interesting development in the Slack yesterday, which which led to a very interesting and intriguing question. And the question was, uh, what is the fucking question? Does the impetus of a project need to be more than superficial? I think that's what the question was. Reasonable summary of. Unless the meaning is it being superficial, right? I think it it, it depends on the branding along with it. Yeah. If you're trying to fake that you're trying to do something more than just pump a coin and you're that that would be superficial, right? But if you're saying this is a coin, I'm going to pump it, then that's being honest, and that's not superficial. Yeah. So it's like if you're just trying to make money and you're honest about, I don't give a fuck. I'm trying to stack that paper. Then it's okay. But if you're, it's more, it's, 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 it's transparent. It's, it's better. I mean, if this isn't yeah. binary, right? That's not. Yeah. It's not. This is bad. This is good. There's a yeah. scale. Yeah. Doing that, being honest with your motivations put you way further on the scale of of okay but like there's nothing novel about it it's just you just clear it's you're being clear that you're taking advantage of a hype cycle so okay. and that's it i get that. and that that's transparency and honesty and that's that that goes a long way in this industry period it's when you do something that's like cloning and then pretending to do a bunch of other stuff and being helpful and innovative and your intention is to rug pull then like go fuck yourself yeah. So this all started because I was like, man, if it's right now there's some primordial ooze sitting over there in the subnets of Avalanche. Uh, you you can clone a project, make it on Avalanche. You can clone a network, make it a subnet on Avalanche. Right. It's just something that you can do, and there's no rules that's saying that you can't. Here's okay. We can we can go into that that conversation, right? Because I think there is novelty associated with taking a network and porting it to Avalanche and using Avalanche consensus to continue the creation of that blockchain on on what I would consider a better consensus protocol as a subnet. That requires quite a bit of coordination with the community of the network that already exists. And so when it would, if you were to try and clone it, I think they call it spooning, which is a dumb term because it's, it's different than fork. <laughs> uh, what you're doing is you're taking the current state of that entire blockchain. So like all the accounts and all of their balances and the entire history of that thing. And you're saying you're no longer going to use proof of work to add transactions to this to this blockchain. You're going to switch to using Avalanche consensus to add transactions. And we're going to pay the validators on Avalanche to do that instead of the like the miners. But if we say we say we do Bitcoin Cash, right? So this is Bitcoin Cash has had there's rumors of like it actually porting things over. It has an overlay network of avalanche that does zero conf transactions stuff like that so like they're at least like playing around with us and so convincing the the community to do this and when to do it is very important because if you clone it and start it and the people who are on the proof of work chain don't like it then you have two different networks you've basically done a you've done you basically done a fork yeah 
and sport. then sport. You, the, yeah, spork may be a better term for this, yeah. but, but because like people just say like, all right, you can, you can come here now. Everything that you had, you also have here. And then you, then you need to convince people to move or do both. And so you're, you're intrinsically creating a rift in that community. And then that, that takes flack. And even if, even if it's better technology, you're breaking up a community in a real way. And that can cause a lot of problems because like at the end of the day, all of this stuff is based on community. And so I think any type of project that would like to do something like that, which could potentially make it operate way better because consensus like avalanche consensus is faster than the majority of things that, that are out there and can scale better. Then you need to, that that's a, that's a community proposal, right? These are decentralized networks. You need to make sure that, when that switch happens, either like at least everyone understands that it's happening and when it happens. So they can make, they have time to make a decision, vote on it and so on and so forth. If you do it and you say, Hey, I did this, go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. That's a shitty move. So if you're on the first group and you do want to do something like this, uh, hit me up. Uh, you can join the Slack <laughs> and I'll take all the smoke. I'll be your smoke taking guy. Right. People are like, "Hey, what's this?" this, this I got a, I got a bit of a plan for this. I think I'm gonna. I, t- I told you I don't want to announce it too much, but this there's there's some there's some people I don't mind taking flack from uh, that could be pretty fun. So everything about this face says I can take smoke like a champ, and does we're it? gonna keep on rolling. Does it? Yeah, I don't think yeah. it does. You, I'd be interested to see if like we got some real smoke. Jesse, I was just showing Jesse. You want Corey? You want to see my? I'm sorry. I've seen. I've seen <laughs> you blow up in anger. Yeah, awesome dumb shit. Because we, you know, we uh, we're we're close friends. You know, we've uh, you know we've almost been in bar fights together. You know, so you, there's no. It wasn't a bar fight, but do you remember when our drunk neighbor came? I remember very, very clearly. I was gonna <laughs> knock that fucker out. I was just like not drunk enough. But anyways, uh, where is it? Anyway, you can take smoke. I can take smoke. Look, this is our my I'm sorry face. If we ever so whoever's listening wants to do a project means my take smoke. Like, here it is. Um, hello, dear community. Uh, we do apologize. There was a bug, and we uh have identified dollars per user that was drained from your accounts. Um, we are going to roll back the subnet. Um, we are gonna take the money from the robber. Robber. Um, you can go to hell, right? That's a good smoke face. That's not smoke. No, that is smoke. That's taking smoke. I'm talking about like you don't. I don't think throw some smoke at me. Throw some smoke at me. You're you're a black piece of shit. That's really bold. <laughs> I don't think that's. I don't think. Can that's, you handle that? Can you handle that? Because that's what you're gonna get from the internet. Like really? Is that, is that the <laughs> we're going? There's probably shitty comments on this on this YouTube right now. Like, yeah, dude. Oh, I could take that smoke too. I'd be like, no, I'm not. I'm not a white people shit. Please, piece of shit. Hope that oh, gets regular. recorded sound bit oh, into an NFT. <laughs> that needs to be clipped out. I'm not living that down, by me. the way. You fucking black piece of shit. Okay. All right. I didn't see that coming, but you You don't. That the internet is gross. And I don't think you're ready for that grossness. Dude, come on. I played Halo 2 in the early 2000s, bro. I'm ready for everything. You, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Let's get back to, uh, 
let's get back to talking crypto. So, so anyways, so there's projects that are clear superficial, like Shiba Inu. Shout out. <laughs> Shiba, so, that's a quality example of a superficial project. But they're superficial for the point of being superficial. And if people don't know the history of Doge, Doge was created as a joke, right? Doge was created as, so this is the whole history. Bitcoin used to be it. You go to the r slash Bitcoin and you can find out everything in the world about crypto. People got butthurt that they didn't invest early enough. And they said, oh, this is a scam. It's tulips. We're going to make something called r slash Bitcoin. That's still a thing. You can go to r slash Bitcoin on Reddit and see a bunch of people going all the way back to like 2010 that are shitting on Bitcoin because they think that it is a stupid premise. They think the economics don't work. They think it's not deflationary. They think it's tulips. They obviously don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but they're so bought in on being wrong. They're there. And it's a whole community called butt coiners. They probably have their own token by now. And it's probably making a lot of money. Um, Maybe. Then uh, this guy. Oh, damn. What's his name? The guy Palmer. Palmer. Dogecoin guy. Is it Palmer? I don't know. His Robert? No. Robert Palmer. No. Anyways, so then the Dogecoin community pops up to make fun of the Buttcoin community, <laughs> and and they're doing things like, "Oh, crypto is such wow! This economy is so amazing, such a maze." And they're talking like a dog thinks, which is very funny. Actually, it is very funny to talk like a dog thinks, and it's like, "Oh, so such money, such wow!" And they just make fun of the Buttcoiners and. It just becomes this thing. And then people start mining those because you can, because I think it's script. Bear back. Good sound of face. And they start mining Doge and it starts to become its own thing. And they start tipping in Doge. And there's a huge community all to make a joke about people making a joke about Bitcoin. It's kind of meta, I guess. That's mm-hmm. what the kids say. Fast forward the clock from 2013 to 2021. And all of a sudden now Doge is actually worth money. So there's people sitting on like trillions of Doge probably, and they are very rich, right? Just because it just started as a joke. So that's a coin that's invented for superficial reasons, doing superficial things. There's no development going on. It's not going to grow. It's not going to change. But that's better than starting something for the specific reason of funneling money just into your pocketbooks and nobody else gets to, to, to gain. Right. So that was the whole, I guess, debate. Yes. I think it's reasonable to start something for fun. And it, it if it blows out of proportion, then Deal so be it. it. Because like, like if you start something for fun and you're clear and your intentions are clear, your motivations are clear and someone takes it and runs with it. That's out of your hands because that's the way this technology works. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't dictate what people can do because you don't have the power to do it. That's kind of the whole thing, right? So you start something as a joke. It's a decentralized technology and someone takes it and runs with it. You're like, I guess someone's doing that. And then you end up, if you profit from it, then cool. But like, as long as you're, in my opinion, if your motivations are clear and you're transparent throughout, like Jackson Palmer. Jackson Palmer. Thank you, Alicia, for telling us. Thank was you. Like, like, throughout this entire time, he's like, why are people still using this? I haven't touched it in like a decade. <laughs> and but people but the community that rallied around it and continues to use it decided to keep going and here we are so but it's like i i don't support anything that's made for the specific purpose of 
taking advantage of people and like doing value extraction. Like I'm going to make a token. I'm going to make the distribution incredibly unequal so that I have a tremendous amount and I'm going to pretend like other people can make a bunch of money by pumping it, getting people to buy it so that they can sell it. And then since I have such an unequal percentage of that distribution, I'm going to make so much money. It's like when people made, it's like when I think it might actually be Shiba, like, when that token started the distribution and then gave a tremendous amount to Vitalik and Vitalik was like, well, I earned it all. So fuck yourself. Yeah. Like that's a, that's, that's the type of stuff that I'm talking about is like these like money games of trying to get people's attention to, to feign legitimacy that don't actually do anything new. It's very, so I'll say this, this goes to the, uh, the first paid review that said we're inspirational. Here's some inspiration for everybody. Like, have you guys ever heard the phrase "the road to hell is paved with good intentions"? Yes. Yep. Right. It's very tantamount to old Christopher Nolan's, you know, "you die a hero or live long enough to be the villain." That's it's like the same vein. Was that uh, Christopher Nolan? That was Dark Knight. <laughs> I wasn't just earlier than Dark Knight. It's probably earlier than Dark Knight. But yeah, but he made it cool. Well. So that's all that matters. <laughs> all right, that's fine. All right, whatever. That's Christopher Nolan. All right, Christian Bale, Dark Knight. No way, that wasn't Christian Bale. It was uh, Christian Bale guy. It was Two Face guy. Um, but anyways, like you could start. That's all I'm trying to say is do something. If you're in the space and you have the skill sets and you have the ability. Do something because you never know what's going to happen. Some people do something really small and it ends up being the shit, right? Like some people just do stuff and then all of a sudden people are using it. People love it. And you got yourself something awesome. And then if you're the person who built it, you're in a good position to be like, look, I don't want to deal with all that bullshit. I just want to build this cool thing, right? Like I got a pile of money. I'm going to pay several people big piles of that pile and i'm just gonna keep building and do cool shit so that's the inspiration you have from this show is just build something who cares what the impetus is um if it is malicious you're more often than not if, if you are trying to do something which is like this is gonna make me rich nobody else i'm about to siphon off a bunch of money and then skirt and rug pool it's gonna come back around and get you right um i was i would argue like the goal is to make something that challenges the traditional archetype of I'm here to extract value from other people like zero sum game. It's like, if you're trying to make something that like, like you said earlier, everything's a money grab. Like, like you, it's gotta be profitable. A business makes money. The, the, I think the content of what is new in crypto is I can make money while enabling and emboldening other other people to make money and make their lives better too. It's like, I don't have to extract value from someone else in order to become profitable myself. The, you, there's, 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 there are non-zero sub games where every, everyone wins. Like, or not everyone wins, yeah. but the majority of people win. Like, it's, like, it like doesn't have to be the situation idea. of... Yeah, I like... Just said, I like my project idea because, you know, if you have like a healthcare NFT project, and and the incentive is becoming healthier. Everybody wins because everybody becomes healthier unless you choose not to, you know, win at the game, right? Yeah. But that the, the motivation is like you're incentivized to become healthier. And so there's really no losing. Like if you lose 
I mean, I guess, I guess if you lose tokens, you can become less healthy, but like, the, I guess the motivation is like, you, you want everybody to become healthier. Mm-hmm. And so everybody probably moves in a positive direction. What's positive? What does it mean? Like, what does healthy mean? I mean, not getting a heart pretty, attack early. Yeah, it's got pretty line in the sand yeah. standards. I'm just saying, like a healthy is a cholesterol is low. Is, you is don't a die before you before the average death uh, age. That's barring anomalous. That's a good barring point. anomalous activity. Like, yeah. yeah, he was not healthy because he got smacked by a bus before the average age of death. Like, we gotta rule that one out. You know. Getting, by the way, I don't know. Getting smacked by a bus seems like such a terrible fucking way. I mean, if yeah. I'm going to go, that's a, that's a pretty fast one. I mean, I, I'd rather, you better hope it's fast. You don't get <laughs> clipped and dragged. You get hit by a bus at like five miles an hour. You want to hit by a bus at like 35 miles an hour. That's probably enough. I'll do what it. about people that get hit by trains? Just a puff of smoke. That's a way to go. You're done. Where, how do we get here so quickly? Jesse, that, that was your, your project got us here, actually. But there's pretty Wait, bold lines. Train, though. I, didn't, I didn't go to the train, though. That was... We were talking about healthy, and then Corey's like, oh, well, okay. if you die before you know, the average age of death. But the thing yeah, is... You is went like, to the bus thing. Somebody yeah. getting hit by a bus. Well, because you can't be considered not healthy because you die before... Yeah, you're, you're healthy. Oh, like, okay. yeah, your metrics can't <laughs> include healthy people who get who die early because they got hit by a bus. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, the, to answer your question, of course, it's like bold lines in the sand. Cholesterol is low, you know, beats per... What kind of cholesterol? There's all kinds of different kind of cholesterol. The bad LDL and HDL. The good kinds high. Um, Is that that's that's been challenged quite a bit lately? Yeah, but those doctors can fuck off. No, I'm. (laughs) I don't. I don't know if it's been challenged. They have different purposes. I'll send you some things. (laughs) You've probably been binging Rogan. You sound like you've been binging Rogan lately. That's just. I've been binging all kinds. I don't. I don't listen to Joe Rogan anymore. His his, once he moved to Spotify, it kind of just went meh. Look at you sounding like a hipster. I'm old school. First album was, was for a while. I liked yeah. his. Yeah, I I enjoy Lex Friedman. I don't have time to listen to him. Um, to who do you Lex listen Friedman? to now? No one. Wait, I thought you said you were just binging. I don't on listen. Like... I don't listen to podcasts. I binge on. I binge on the shit people put in our Slack and work. Yeah, I've been watching a lot. Well, I'm interested in the HDL and LDL stuff that you're saying is. I'll send you some things that I think are interesting. Yeah. Curious. High dioxylayered and low dioxylayered cholesterol. And then so we it's no, it's just density. It's high density and low density. Sure. Nice so, try. <laughs> so, anyways, um, let's get on to another topic. Let's let's sprinkle in some news here. So Brazil's about uh, you know, about a smidgen away from pulling a El Salvador. And what's really Brazil. interesting is huh? Yeah, Brazil. Brazil. Uh, that's where Blanca is from. Anybody didn't know that, but um, what was I going to say? So I read, I read a Reddit post, which could be fake. Obviously, it's Reddit, and you can do whatever you want on the fake internet. But it was a person from El Salvador, El Salvadorian, Aaron Eckhart, by the way, Two Face, Aaron Eckhart, The Dark Knight. Thank you, Alicia. But anyways, so uh, what is it? Yeah, he's saying, hey, I actually am one of those El Salvadorians that bought in. And I know a lot of people like myself that are buying in. And given the price is 64000 and you the most you can take out of an ATM 
and you can withdraw from an entity that allows you to store your your Bitcoin custodial with them in a given time is a thousand dollars, which I was like, that's kind of authoritarian, but whatever is a thousand dollars. Nobody's going to make 64 different trips to the bank to withdraw their money. We're all more likely to hold and spend smartly. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. That's an interesting take on what's happening there. I'm pretty sure he's outnumbered. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are like, holy shit, I'm selling this shit every time it goes up. And I'm going to use whatever money that they get out of the ATM. Probably not wise if you're talking to. Depends on how you can spend it, right? Like, why would you take it out? ATM transaction fees are insane, too. (laughs) I don't know how they are there. They may not be as predatory there. Okay. I hope they're not because, like, I saw someone posted an ATM in um, one of the different Slack that I'm in, Mm -hmm. and the price was over $1,000 more. Because, because in, of the like, price, like because they're able to do that, right? In the U.S. Like, been, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's bullshit. So ATM, yeah. like Bitcoin ATMs in the U.S. are. <laughs> At least you said they need to leave El Salvador. So like, they are predatory. The, the, so like, what's the point? Because like, apparently in El Salvador, you can just use Bitcoin to pay for things, and that's kind of the whole goal, right? It's like you're no longer a fiat maximalist trying to maximize the amount of fiat you have. You are. You're, you're a crypto maximalist where you're trying to stack the crypto and you think about its purchasing power in the price of crypto as opposed to like I bought like so like realize like you know if you're if you're a fiat maximalist you're thinking about realized gains or like I bought this at fifty thousand it went to sixty four thousand I've made fourteen thousand dollars off this if I sell it today. And so you're thinking about it in terms of US dollars, which means you're not in it to like hold and or you're in it to hold to a point where you can sell it for something else and use that thing. Whereas I'd say most of like the real OG maximalists are like, I'm not going to sell because I'm just going to use it. I don't want to go back to the old thing. Now. The old thing gives me a reasonable litmus test for purchasing power. Like, I know I know what the cost of toothpaste is in the old thing. And I know the price of Bitcoin with fiat, so I can then reason what the price of toothpaste is about in, in Bitcoin. And so, because of that, like, most of the people, when they, when they do any type of, like, portfolio manager or whatever they reference a fiat and they try and grow that number but that's just fiat maximalism are you against that no it's a reasonable thing to do because today that's what you have to use to do a bunch of stuff are you saying that that's what the people in el salvador are typically are probably doing probably because it's it, like that that I, I was talking about this earlier with 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 rick today like that context switch is very difficult, especially when you're not thinking about it in like, you know, sats or, you know I mean, like, yeah, millisats. So like, when those numbers are not human read, like reasonable numbers, like nanos, you know, satoshis instead mm-hmm. of Bitcoin, like point zero 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 three Bitcoin, it costs to you know to get on the train. Like, yeah, I don't understand those numbers. Yeah, and so when you think of like, that's why fiat's always nice is because it's in you know, ones, tens, twenties, hundred. Those yeah. are things that you can rationalize. Well, that's what we were taught. 
Yeah, but like that, 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 that context switch mm-hmm. yeah. is really, really difficult. And the US dollar is as powerful as it is, is because that's usually the basis that everyone pegs like pegs value to. So when they think in terms of buying buying power, it's relative to the US dollar. Don't you think that has something to do with like education and affluence though? The ability to like oh, yeah. disconnect from fiat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how to, but I don't know. Like, how, do you, how do you make that transition? That's a really hard thing to do. You need to be, be affluent enough and be educated. Enough. Yeah. yeah. We need to get Tom on the show and I need to talk to about it, talk to him about his most prophetic thing he's ever said to me, which he says a lot of prophetic things, but he's also a prophet, a lot of dumb shit too. So prophet serial person. Is that the word? Prophet, prophetic person. I don't know. Sure. Prophetic what he is said is, word. Yeah. And what's the thing that bugged me about Thomas because he's like he's one of the smartest people I know, but he like throws middle fingers up at crypto. He like gives low no fuck. No, he doesn't. We've had long conversations and he gets it. He doesn't like what most people say about crypto. I'd like to have him on the show. I'm gonna give him a call. But he said sure. he said at the end of the day, what's gonna happen is this Bitcoin is gonna be poor country money, and then something else built using the technology is gonna be rich country money. Because there always has to be the haves and the have-nots. And I was like, damn, that's deep. And that's exactly what's happening. Jesse, you were like, when I when we first announced that El Salvador was using it as legal tender, you were like, what's their GDP? Like, isn't it like $27 billion. It's like Oklahoma's GDP. Like, it's like it's not, it's not big. Yeah. Right. And then now Brazil, their GDP is not big. Mm-hmm. Like these, these are GDP is pretty big in Brazil. It is. Yeah. Yeah. GDP is oh, huge, dude. What? GDP is G, just for just Brazil's for a mighty big geographically safe. Like a lot of wood going on in Brazil. That's their biggest mm-hmm. export, I think. G- Jesse no, looks like he's Brazil is beef. Brazil is meat. No, Brazil yeah. consumes beef. Argentina creates it. Okay. Uh, yeah, they do. One point four trillion sugarcane. Brazil is one point four trillion GDP. Coffee, okay, sugarcane. So that's legitimate. It's pretty good. Beer, actually. So Embev is a uh, corporation of Brazil. So so is Heinz, for that matter. So so Brazil mainly exports soybeans, 11.6%. Petroleum oils, 10.7%. Iron ores, 10.1%. Maize, 3.2%. And chemical wood pulp, 3.1%. Not sugar. Mainly beans and petroleum and ore. Brazil would be a little bit of a bigger deal than El Salvador. Be a way bigger deal. And and their cartels are organized as fuck, kind of. Yeah, I mean, like so, so Brazil is like the is like the a, a wonderful candidate to become a world power, but they're so corrupt that it's not going to happen. That's 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 the that's the narrative that I got and understood while I lived there. It's like they're just on the just just on the precipice of becoming like a reasonable world power but the corrupt politicians are like just screw it up every time i don't think they are they don't they they're they're failing the the eye the some, some of the largest companies are operate out of brazil like i said embev is a brazilian company how many uh battle cruisers do they have my friend well, that's, that's a very different story that's <laughs> that's that's how you become a little world power there other countries no look at japan listening <clears throat> Yeah, but our battle. Japan has no standing military. Yeah, they're not. Get told. A world. They are. They are a world power. They, I mean, 
cool. When you talk about access versus allies, <laughs> who's who's included in those? Here's one thing I will say. Japan. <laughs> Japan. Look, and I hope this isn't racist. It might be racist. Japan. What the fuck is going on with these PlayStations, man? Like, I know a lot of people that are trying to get one. They can't get one. Christmas is this is the second Christmas in a row. I'm going to see sad nephews and sad cousins because they're asking for PlayStation 5. I have the means to get them a PlayStation 5 and I can't get one for them. So what the fuck, Japan? That's a global shortage. World power, world power. Get some fucking PlayStations, mate. All right, go buy a graphics card. It's a global shortage, dude. It's supply shit spots. I've been I've been keeping my eye on the cameras too, and I can't get a good camera. Yeah, get yeah. There's nothing. <laughs> What's going on, Sony? Make your products. Yeah, like you should have seen. We this should we coming. should make a crypto called silicon, and then pump that. What does it do? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I thought it was like relevant to like no people what people, people, will, people will think they can get that and solve the 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 the, the silicon crisis. Uh, if we said it was digital silicone, oh my god, it will fucking fly off the racks. You know it would because people are stupid. People are buying the digital gold, digital silver, digital oil analogies, which are so loosely right. They're just right enough for people to be like, you know what? I'm gonna go put half my life savings. I'm into this. I'm into so, life savings. Gonna create like the end run of like what? Well, I mean, I mean, so like I, I was at, I was at, I think I was driving through. I want to say it was Alabama. I don't Alabama, know. My. It was a southern country, and it was, it was, it was sketchy. <laughs> I like as fuck, how you right? say country. Because southern country, southern country, other state. <laughs> so the southern state, and it was sketchy as fuck, and. I, I went into this gas station to go to the bathroom while I was filling up. We were driving across the country to go somewhere. And this motherfucker must have bought $300 worth of lottery tickets. They're going to say bullets. In, in chunks. It's a gas station. In chunks. I don't know. Of it's Alabama. 40, in chunks of $40. And every single time he did it, he said, this is my last one. And this motherfucker did not look like he had $300 worth of money to spend. So, like, when you take that mentality and call it investing, people are going to do some irrational shit. Mm-hmm. And that's what you see. Like, that's crypto in a nutshell. You know, they call it the lottery, right? The, poor the lottery? Man's, poor man's retirement plan. Well, I call it lottery. <laughs> that's what it's called, the poor man's retirement so what plan. Is- Although, I am... Rich man's retirement plan? plan? Don't you see the white man's glowing pure light from my aura? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, poor man. What are you talking about? He said, what uh, is crypto then? Uh, that's what I'm asking. It's for everybody, right? Crypto is, for rich, is for the people. It's for the streets. It's okay. um, do like, I don't that. know. Crypto is definitely an invest. There are investment strategies to crypto. Uh, dollar cost average works really well. I, I'm a personal believer and testimony case for dollar cost averaging to success. Um, it works. It does. Uh, in fact, if there's a risky asset you think is going to go up in the future and it has fundamentals and it's not something fake pink shit, bullshit, pink sheet, bullshit, dollar cost average it. And if it does moon up, congratulations. Got yourself a Lexus. Boom. But I don't think crypto is poor man's retirement plan i think crypto is the gen z's retirement plan right now 
because mm. every single centralized exchange has Shiba versus Doge advertising going on right now because 20 year olds with a lot of money, like the 21, 22 year olds that got out of college quick and got a good job and they, you know, kind of hit the lottery in that aspect of life have money to blow. Like if I were making the money I'm making now in my early 20s, do you know what kind of shit I would be buying? <laughs> like it would be irrational. I'd be like, what's that? Dog digital tokens? Yeah. Give me 15,000 million of them. How much do they cost? A couple ten thousands of a penny? Yeah. Give me enough that I can buy a boat. Give me enough. Just 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 I'll buy them every week. I don't care. You know, I'm I'm 22 years old. I'm already buying eight dollars with the Starbucks every morning. Every morning I go and I go get my peppermint mocha. Really? Do you? No, I'm saying that's what a 22 year old. Oh, I was like, do you do that? Like that's how that's not like a transition. Like you do that. I'm a I'm a I'm a reasonable man. I grind my coffee up and I make it, and it's probably a little less expensive as eight dollars a day. (laughs) But, But that's super less. You know, I'm just I'm just saying, Jesse, like this crypto and this is also of course my Negro Domus sticker. Throw it on up there, Alicia. Where is it at? Let's get it going. <laughs> this backward shit blows me. Is it up there? She's pretend going. it is and then go for it. Oh, she wasn't. Uh, Negro Domus, it's coming. It's coming. We swear it's coming. It's gotta be there. There it is. There we go. Um Crypto is not if you're like 35 and older, maybe even 30 and older. It's not it's in your lifetime. It's not going to reach these astronomical purchasing power values that everybody screams about on Twitter. You got to be pretty savvy, invest in the right stuff, get into the right token projects, get kind of lucky to to reach that kind of purchasing power. But just holding it as something to have the people that are like 20 years old and younger right now, 22 younger, this is going to be something that is going to be a viable and a large part of their retirement portfolio. In my opinion, they're going to have it a lot better. They're going to have it. They're going to historically it's performed a lot better. Yeah. And they're going to sit on it and it's over time. It's going to, it's going to garnish less and less returns, Jess, but then it's going to just settle on right on. You're the one who got off Ethereum like late. I was telling you go on to like other L1 chains. What do you mean? Yeah, before remember how? Yeah, but I mean Ethereum's doing pretty good. The reason why Ethereum, the reason why Ethereum is so expensive is because it's filled up. Yeah, like that it's being used at capacity. That's why it's so expensive. So like, shut up! Like, there's not that big of like it's doing its job and it's trying to scale. Until then, other places pick up some of that. Pick up some of that stuff. There's nothing that people need to shut up about. The the narrative is like Bitcoin or Ethereum sucks. It's like it sucks because it's at capacity, and so it's elbowing out some of the some of the use cases because they're no longer economically feasible to do on that chain. Right now, it's mostly big money moves. If you're going to use the L1 of Ethereum, and if you don't have big money to move, you need to do something else until. If it moves, like if it's able to scale, then those things may come back or they won't. And it just stays a big money chain, right? In the event that that's the case, you use layer twos, you use alternate layer ones, you use side chains. There's other things you can do that do the same thing. 
in the event that you need to use something else that is that like is economically infeasible on Ethereum. But calling Ethereum bad because it's filled up is just stupid. Yeah. No, no, no. We're talking about from price from a price standpoint. Yeah, he's talking about the biggest price. increases in terms of. Oh, to move yeah, your that's money to the way it works, not right? Bitcoin because like, Ethereum, right? Yeah. No, because like percentage movement, it's it's drastically different. So like a high a hundred dollar movement in Ethereum is not that big of a deal compared to a hundred dollar movement in like Matic or Avalanche or Avalanche, it right? Like yeah. or like any, any other layer twos, right? Before. Because that the percentage differences between what it's at now and what it is plus a hundred dollars is drastically different yeah and so like if you're looking for larger gains you need to be investing into things that are relatively new where their buckets not filled up yet and it's unclear whether or not they're going to be able to fill up their buckets it would be who that's that's what i'm saying the smarties listening to us to look into how to implement using the sharp ratio on your portfolios What's right. the sharp ratio? Can you explain that's a project that I can do? So the sharp ratio is a beautiful ratio in the finance world that measures your risk in accordance to the price of an asset. The only two things you need to know are how much of that asset you're buying and when you plan to exit. And that's a very important thing because a lot of people that invest in things don't have an exit strategy. So they just sit around and look at numbers go up. Right. But if you and the only if you're so here's a little bitty side rail. If you're struggling with making an exit strategy, look at something tangible and real you can change in your life and let that be part of your strategy. Right. For myself, most recently was buying a home. Right. So I used a little bit, you know, got a little bit off the top of my gains, did a little hot plus. plus, a little hot plus, and, you know, buy a little nice little house going on here soon. Right. So that's how you learn your exit strategies. But the sharp ratio, you have a time frame you want to exit in and you have all this list of assets and how much they're worth now. And then the little bit of voodoo you have to do, right, is saying, what do I think these prices are going to be when I exit? Right. What do they need to be for me to exit? That's a that's a good way to assess that as well. You can, do, can you can you can you can project what things need to be at. In order for you to exit, which then gives you the price to sell. Absolutely. But this the sharp ratio isn't so much about giving you a price to sell. It's showing your risk. It's basically, it's a risk assessment tool, right? And the rule of thumb to know is that the lower a thing costs, the less risk it is because it's not very much room for something to go from one penny to zero pennies. Pennies. One penny to zero pennies. But it's a lot of room for something to go from $64,000 to $0, right? So the risk is higher. Right? Mm, so that depends on the unit that you're buying. It also yeah, depends on how much right. money you that have. Seems, that yeah, seems very this wrong. Is, this is, that was a very general true. thing, though. That's just a very general thing. Like the risk is, it depends on how, obviously it depends on like, it, if you put a bunch of money in the low expensive stuff and a little bit of money in the, in the, the the sixty four thousand dollar Bitcoin, then obviously all your risk is sitting. You're over assuming here. that you're buying one Bitcoin at sixty four thousand versus one you know unit of something worth like yes, a penny. Yes, that's that's why I'm saying I'm saying the matter. That's yeah. What yeah so we're talking about so when you, when you, when you abstract that to a external reference, like I'm buying 
$10,000 in both of these assets, right? If I buy $10,000 of Bitcoin and $10,000 of shitcoin, Spitcoin, we change that. Spitcoin, then the risk is going to be much, much, much higher in the shitcoin because of the associated volatility and the lack of liquidity, right? Yep. So, like, you're saying the it, risk is is lower in the shitcoin, but it's not. It's higher in the shitcoin. D. Maybe I have it backwards. Let's take a look. Because you, like, you have to think about the amount of money it takes to to move a a specific coin. Like it's available liquidity and it's price so, and then like money movement. So like, so like, and, and that, does, and that, and then gets further complicated by the, by like token supply. So like if a given token has a tremendous supply, that's going to mean that per token is going to be worth less at the same market cap price. So and, when you were describing a sharp ratio, it's just when you went off <laughs> and then you started talking about risk in general, then it started getting wonky. So then I'll just go back to what I was saying that was right. So just <laughs> let's go back to the sharp ratio. So sharp ratio actually equals the average strategy return minus the average risk-free rate, that difference divided by the strategy's standard deviation. So there's what's, a what's lot, the risk-free rate? There's there's a lot of like there's a lot of uh, literature on this. It's something studied pretty heavily in finance school. We did some that. interesting so if you're interested in like uh, you know, I bet you this is a product in and of itself. It is. Have you, have you, we did a, we did a couple of blog posts on token economics and and trying to ping them to traditional finance metrics like net profit value and stuff like that mm-hmm. in status. If you look up, go to r statusim and then search token economics, you'll see some of the things that we came up with to talk about how to think about R. these traditional our our. Oh, it's our blog. There's some. There, that, we can actually walk through this in the show. You can see some of the levers we used. Oh. Uh, let's move it over to. I think we're on. We can add it to strange. So let's do like one of these bad. You adding it? Yeah, blood out. Oh my god! We just sent you guys into the fourth dimension. You got to move over to the tap, bro. Why is my shit on there? Because you're the one oh. looking at it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that one on there. <laughs> I was, I was like, I'm going to share your screen. You live in 2021? No, I was like, I was not. I didn't know my screen was down there still. Oh, okay. You looked it up. I know, but I looked it up on a different. Tab. Yeah, it's on the top right. You can like, search for token economics. Let me see here. Search. This needs to be more. Who's your UX? This market needs to be or bigger. Is it market? It needs to be more bigger. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't have found research. That. Use ENS usernames. Okay, that's the first one we did. I'm going to read a little bit of this in the voice of Michael Kane. So I wrote this, this introduction. The status network. Can you blow it up a little bit? It's it's a uh, low for the stream. Get big, yeah. There we go. The status network has a utility token. <laughs> it's fine. Just. The status no, network has a utility token, this S and T. What does that even mean? Well, utilities that have and how do their uses affect the rest of the ecosystem? Does it impact value? What even is the value of a utility token? Great questions, Corey. Great questions. These questions are hard. 
does not seem to be a sufficiently academic answers to them. Technology enabling utility token is new and transcendent of many older technologies. This consequently means the models used to evaluate the older technologies will never be able to completely describe the newer ones. Here's a good, okay, I got to pause right here. How much of that? So it's not, it can't completely describe the newer ones, but how much can it describe? It depends, right? So like it gives you, it gives you a perspective. You just need to know it's difficult to find the lengths in which those perspectives are are constant. So like, and that, and that takes time, right? So like, like it, but it, it's it's you that is something that's fundamental to a transcendent a transcendent technology is that if if it if it is beyond the scope of what a model gives the model cannot completely describe it so it's, it may be it may give you intuition it may help you in a specific direction but it won't be complete so when you look at traditional financial models they can give you intuition that they can never be complete but what okay Follow me, follow me on this journey. What if you use old models and you come up like what well, you find like a constant? You know what I'm saying? Like you need con- to make an, make an account on Quantopian and then just you can run as many models as you want. And just click and click and click and play. If you scroll down. It's like this is an interactive blog, by the way. You can actually. So anyways, uh, there's currently quite a bit of work being done in this field, but it's mostly for investment firms to make appropriate capital allocation decisions among diversified portfolio crypto assets. While this is drastically important for growth and project funding, there's a, a long blog. Research. You're not going to have fun reading at all. I know. I mean, I'm just, I like to read. I like to read out loud. I've always liked it. <laughs> reading so, rainbow shit. Yeah. All right. LeVar Burton. Hey, man. <laughs> when you're good at something, you like it. You know what I'm saying? I like reading out loud. So... At the end of the day, um, Status does have a blog. This is probably something we should talk about on the state of us. Um, we'll get there. Status has a blog, our.status.im. We should probably have like something in here. Shouldn't the state of us be in here? You know what? We we'll talk about that's, we will that's, be. We'll talk about that. No, I got you, boo. But <clears throat> let me get this out of here. So uh, you, didn't, um, you didn't show them the interactive part. That's the best part. Okay. <laughs> All right. Where's the interactive? Is this this is not in it? Scroll That's down. Picture. That graphs shit. Oh, you put a lot of work in. Oh, my mother. You put a motherfucking Samata Granda in here. Oh shit. Okay. What's that? Is that T for time? Where are these graphs? The simulation thing. Is that T for seconds? Time. What is it? Says, it, t- it tells you. I don't want to read, bro. Okay. T is the number of time periods. Okay. Well, how long is the time? You know what? Okay. Let's. Where are these? Where am I? Where am I interactive? You got a lot of numbers in this article. Your interactive is not there. You're losing 95. What the hell happened to my interactive part? All right. Uh, That's getting fixed. I'm mad. All right. So the actual interactivity of that blog post is gone, which is the coolest thing. At the very bottom, if you go to the observable HQ. It'll show you the the where where it's pulling it from. Hold on, uh, that's not. Ooh, Come back. This is data sexy right here. Oh, oh, that's this blog is so cool, and now it no longer works. Uh, hold it. Uh, let's see, try to go to Enos usernames. Go back to that. Click on that. That works. So, so this looks like code. So my body just shriveled a little bit. It's so it's a lot of code. That's why. Oh, there you go. So like, there's your interactivity buttons. Of like, oh, 
But ENS never like. So by off. fucking with these things, you kind of get like. So you a, go down, and then the, those numbers will change. There should be some plots. Okay, never mind. This isn't the right one. Yeah, some oh, plots. Right like, yeah, so it'll show you. It'll show you compounding things. Wow. Net, 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 net present value based Holy on shit. all the metrics that you use. I put a lot of users in there. Let me back that off. You put a lot of users in there. There's not even that many people on the planet, barely. Uh, there are, but. <laughs> what is why is it like like to go so far? <laughs> yeah, why are the numbers so large, bro? Oh, oh, okay. I'm I don't know why the blog. I don't know why the blog doesn't work anymore. I'll fix that. That's that bothers the hell out of me. Must be some update in our our, our blog technology. Ah, there we go. All right, let's say anyway, we're getting, we're getting off. Now, we've lost it. Let's just let's just move on to something else. <laughs> we've lost it. <laughs> Holy shit. It's a lot of present value. Okay, so anyway, there's interesting ways to like assess the efficacy of a given feature based on all the different parameters that you have. That blog post has showed you kind of like to walk through how individual parameters affect the underlying value of the feature. And just give people kind of an like an inclination of like maybe the adoption strategy isn't get all the users. Maybe it's affect the amount an individual user makes based on their value. You know what I mean? Like by visualizing and understanding how these things depend on each other, you can start to see like how at least a perspective like net present value is only a single metric. Maybe that's not appropriate. But like, given that metric, how can we, how does it, how does it change when we look at all the ways this given feature can change number of users, the cost of individual services, so on and so forth. Have you uh, plugged in like the, the statistics of like um, Snapchat and see whether the net value that you're getting matches the market cap? We did some stuff. We did some like cross token analysis on a bunch of popular Ethereum things to see like whether or not um, the value of a given token is like how correlated it is to Mm -hmm. um, the value of Ethereum and how like some tokens are able to like escape that capture. So like the value of a given token, like maker may actually not add value to Ethereum because it's decoupled. We did Mm -hmm. stuff like that. That What what is, what's the factor that utility, like the value of utility is off compared to like market cap value? I don't know off the top of my head. Now those, those were done over a year ago. So like it's even today, it's hard to say. Gotcha. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. You guys have good blog posts. I remember you linked me to one before on the stickers stuff. I think it was actually that. I wrote that. It's the second one. Yeah. It's nice. Good. Good. I went on a I went on a trip with crypto economics. I'll probably start doing those again. It's fun when you have a little bit of time to do something that you'd like to do, and it turns out well. I can tell that those blog posts turned out well. It pisses me off. Interactivity's gone. I'm gonna fix that. Fix that shit. (laughs) That was the coolest part, man. Because like that blog post had a bunch of levers you can change, and then like all the numbers changed. You know what I think we should do as like to offer to our community is if somebody's listening right now and wants to put this together, hashtag. (laughs) Kevin, this might be perfect for you. It's kind of aggregate all the long hashtag. Um, yeah, it was aggregate all of the grant opportunities that exist in the space and put them in one spot for people. Uh, and I know that's a lot. That's a that's a lot. 
Yeah, I know. Every project has grants. Yeah. For like jobs, though, right? Like, hey, here's a new grant. Here's a new grant stuff. Well, maybe for- if we could, we like make a bot that posted in the Slack every time a grant opportunity popped up, and then people could just see that. Because this goes to the, just the person today, Mike. His name is. He hopped into the Avalanche channel. Was like, hey, I think I want to start building on Avalanche. Can I ask those questions here? And we were like, yeah, it's literally called the Avalanche channel. This is where you ask it. And Avalanche has a lot of grant opportunities, especially right now for what's going on as they're trying to bootstrap other communities into the Avalanche community. I mean, if you want to build something, now's the point that you just ask and they'll probably be like, all right, here's a pile of money. Yep. Every, are, every a change, lot of projects, yeah. like everyone, it, because you have these chain wars, everyone's like, no, 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 no. Build that on us. Build that on us. Come on, you can do it. Yeah. Just use us. And so like, <laughs> if you're building something, someone will give you money to do it but you need to do it on their platform. So if you want to be agnostic, good luck. But like, you need to go to conferences. Reach is agnostic. Reach gets pitch, funding. Corey. What are you building? No, no, no. Build it on status. Build it on no, it's, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Use us. <laughs> it gets awkward. I don't want to, I don't want to build it. Uh, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> do the thing where you like, put like, shh. <laughs> I don't want to build it. I don't want to use <laughs> <Anyways. us. laughs> Use it. Let's so so anyways, um I don't even know how we got on that long tangent. But we can wrap it up uh, though. <laughs> we could. There's a lot of other news topics that we could talk about. Uh but we're going to go ahead and start to wrap. It's been a little been a little while here. So um I don't even know if we're still, well, we are still sponsored, but hey guys, use our code. Okay. Like for real. <laughs> Not, no one's buying lawnmowers, man. Like I, I, I used it again. Whoa. Oh, I love mine. I'm not, I'm not even trying to hide it. That's great. It's a great. This product. Thing, look, look, I'm not just saying this because they're going to pay me to say, I don't know if that works anymore. Does it work more? Yeah, it's always going to work. They're just, it's like we're permanently with. Them. Use that code against yeah. the other codes you find in every other stream available. Yeah. Yeah. Use this <laughs> because one. Because it gives fact, us stuff. If you want to be super duper, use your super coding powers to turn everyone's promo codes into our promo code. Right. And hopefully we don't, if we get taken to court, I got the smoke face, baby. I didn't know we couldn't, <laughs> didn't know we couldn't do that. No. Right. Um, <laughs> We could do that. Use our code TBPN smooth. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, my girlfriend loves when I use the lawnmower because it's smooth down there in, in the, you know, I was talking about in funky town, right? So that's what you want. All the young fellas listening right now, you know, you're going to take your girl out this weekend. You're going to take her out to go see Venom, right? You're going to show her a good time. Is that a new movie? Yeah, there's a new the Venom, Venom too. Car- it's got carnage in it. It's rated yeah, R. I haven't watched the first Venom. It's oh, not that great. Oh, that makes me real excited about the second one. <laughs> so yeah. anyways, you can take your girl out. You're going to take her out for something real nice to eat. You're going to take her to a movie and you're going to go home and you're going to want to put on some, uh, some, uh, you know, some music, some sexy time music. And you're going to want to get down. And when, you know, she goes down there, she reaches or he, you know, it's a, you know, we're sexually fluid. It's like the seventies all over again gonna reach down and she's gonna want those things to be smooth like eggs it's right? the 70s things were not smooth very <laughs> true very true i saw some pornography in the 70s that's questionable as to what the hell was going on 
What was I grew up on old. On? I grew up on old Playboys, and those were not smooth. So the whole it's it's, uh, it's very. They needed the long way in today's. Yeah, they needed that. What's the weird angles in the seventies too? Like the just all balls, and then like. (laughs) I don't know what you were. Not sure what you were looking at. Not getting. We're wrapping up. We're wrapping up. Like just man taint. Moving. Best part, dude. That's the best part. So, anyways, manscaped, (laughs) right? You know, you're going to want to be smooth for your lady or your fella. You're going to want and look at the icon. It's actually like if that. That code doesn't work anymore. We're sorry. It should work, though. And then, you know, watch any other watch any other podcast. Thing, you'll get a code. It's, it's not just 20 percent off on the lawnmower. <laughs> they have all kinds of products. There's lotion for your balls. There's aftershave for your balls. There's potpourri for your balls. There's all kinds of ball related goods that you're going to want to have. When you drop trowel and you're ready to plow, plow, you're going to want to do it on Manscaped, right? So go to manscaped.com, use TBP, TBP and smooth, get 20% off on all those things and feel good about how you feel downstairs, right? All right, let's move on. Let's close. Let's wrap this puppy up. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> go to Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash the Bitcoin podcast. Become a patron. Um, there's like 14 of you. What happens is by becoming a patron, um, you help us get better at what we do. And we're getting slowly better. Look, we got y'all about to get y'all about to get airdropped. We got videos, we got NFTs coming to y'all. Like, so if you're a patron and you're in the patron channel and Slack, one, you get access to Corey, Jesse, and myself. And we don't like there's some I, pro- I prioritize answering in the patron channel before everything else. Yeah. So if there's, you know, Corey being a dev in this space and security professional in this space, if you're building something and you want to ask a question and you want to answer to it from someone who has the experience, talks to the people, does the things he's in there. If you want some, I don't know what kind of advice I can give you, maybe marketing advice. Cause I'm like captain of the GPPs these days. I'll tell you if it's going to hit or not. Right. And I'm 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 a, I'm pretty good with it. They call me Negro Domus for a reason. All right. And Jesse, um, I don't know, Jesse. Jesse's got some pretty raw insight. Jesse will rake your project through the gauntlet of asking you very, very, very good questions and make you really consider what you're building. Um, but I don't want to speak for you, Jesse. Like what you talk to the people. What do you like talking to the people about? You talking about during interviews? No, I'm talking about like on the in the Slack in the patron channel. Oh yeah, just talk about anything. Honestly, yeah. lately Damn. we had that we huge gonna... conversation in general chat about the token you wanted to create for money. I wasn't just making it for money. <laughs> I was making it for future Fergusons. All right. Um, <laughs> look. Um, oh shit, we forgot to talk about video games. Oh yeah. Anyways, we'll do it. We got to go. Join the Slack. Go to the bitcoinpodcast.com. Join the Slack. Join the conversation. I'm very happy to say this. So at the beginning of this year, I set out that I would like to have a thousand members in the Slack. We currently have 829 members in the Slack. I know who that is. Ripple DJ, and I know who that is too. Because I, I know who that is. I creep on y'all's conversations, by the way. I don't say much because I'm usually working, but <laughs> I know who that is. Um, 
Wait, uh, someone from a uh, a different slide. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, damn, what was I gonna say? Oh, the Slack. So we set a goal, and I like it when I set a goal and it actually hits, just because of con- that's the beauty of goals. Everyone is like it's like a slow burn towards a holy shit, we did it. So a thousand Slack members, and I even remember Andy asking me, "Why do you want a thousand Slack members?" And my answer was because I want a thousand Slack. Members. <laughs> I was like, I want like he's. He's a marketing professional. So he was like, you got to have a reason for the number. And I was like, no, we'll figure the reason out later. I just want the number. We're at 829. So that's pretty damn like we've had some growth. Really? Wow. Yeah, we've had we've had some good growth. We started out at, I think, a little bit under 600 this year. And these are people that participate or at least they listen. Yeah, they're coming in. They're listening to the conversation. A lot of those members are just like legacy members that don't do anything anymore that's true but they get an occasional email when i hit them with a channel it's a good vanity number that's why that slack letter needs to get going kev every time we do a slack letter all 829 those people are pinging they're like oh shit there was a reason i was in there so i'm 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 giving what does jay-z say i'll give you million dollar advice for for free 99 so anyways gotta go i'm still going Oh, five star reviews. That was dumb shit. I got all excited just to read whack reviews. Like, give us a review that's honest. I love that we get five star reviews and we're like, those five star reviews suck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get that bullshit out of here. Give us an honest <laughs> review on our on your podcasting app. All right, what's next? This dude failed up, Corey John Mulaney. He is an outstanding comedian. Let's go, go fuck go yourself. Back. He is an outstanding back. comedian. I'm not saying anything bad about. All right. Him. I like him. He's fucking hilarious. I love when he brings the graphs. How did he fail up? He divorced his current wife and that's married his, Olivia. He, or he got her Olivia Munn. He got her knocked. That's his new wife. He left his first well wife. Played his sir. New wife, right? Goes to rehab. He's like, you know what? I drink a lot of alcohol. I'm going to go ahead and go to rehab. And then when I get out of rehab, I'm going after Olivia Munn. And that's what he did. He got out of rehab. and went Didn't know any of that. Olivia Good for that, Munn, dude. And she plays Psylocke in the one of the terrible. There's only been one good X Men movie, and that's X Two, uh, X Men United. The rest of them are trash. Um, hold up, I got no. I'm not gonna text. That's that's rude. Uh, no, that's not. Olivia Munn. Finish Shout out show. to Olivia Munn. <laughs> who started out on G4 TV. Love you, Olivia Munn. I've been a huge fan because I'm a nerd, and I've watched you grow from nerd video game show to Olivia Munn. On to the next one. Issa Rae. Insecure just started back up. Show's fucking hilarious. Best soundtrack on all the TV. Comedic genius. Super writer lady. I still don't know who this person is. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm never going to know who this person is. I think he was in 12 Years a Slave. Ah, Lil Uzi Vert. Right? The guy that thinks he's slick by naming himself Lucifer. And then all of a sudden, you know, now he's got the kids. Loving it. You know. Oh, old Jesse knows who that is. Who is that, Jesse? Uh, that's a wide old face, wide face, and long neck. There we go. There oh she God. is. That's she better Zoe. not come on at some point. Zoe Saldana. Well, yeah. she's. I'm trying to get her on the show because she's probably going to go to court for that scammy shit she got back in 2017 when scams were on the rise. And she's like, "I'm going to invest in makeup coin." And I was like, "It's not a good idea, girl." 
You should be coming on the show. You should be coming on the show because you don't need to be putting makeup coin on your Instagram. You're going to get fucked up. So anyway, she's probably got a court case coming up. Oh, wait, was that like uh, an NFT that represents Zoe Saldana? <laughs> no, it's a long neckies. It's a long neckies collection. And so oh. she fits right in. Okay. Well, long necky ladies. Isn't that like a non-prof? Isn't that a non Yeah. Thing? It's, like, it's, like a, it's like a 13-year-old girl made all the art. And they yeah, the long necky ladies. So these PFP NFTs are like everywhere, dude. They are everywhere. And some of them are kind of cool. I saw one that I almost bought wrap the first time. It up. Damn, dude. Let me have gotta go, show, bro. All right, let's wrap it up. Who's next? That's it. Let me play the outro. 